What's up, people? It's Danielle here, the founder of I Empower Creatives, and I want to welcome you to the Creative Superhero Podcast, where we fight dead mindsets and fly into purpose. So let's get into it. It's a bonus episode. Yes, I said it right, a bonus episode. What does that mean? It means I'm dropping some things that I've learned, yes, but more in a specific way. So in this episode, I'm basically going to be going over my 10 top lessons I've learned from being a dancer. That's right, or dancer, however you want to say it. These are my top 10 tips from being a dancer. So the first tip, and this is probably going to shock you because a lot of these tips are not necessarily dance related, but hear me out. So the first tip that I would give, and a massive one, is observe. Being a dancer has taught me to observe. There's something about building awareness as a dancer, of course, awareness of your body, awareness of all of that kind of stuff. But I am even talking about watching, listening and learning. I remember being in uh, some rehearsals with a dance teacher and or any teacher and I was very um, slow to ask questions. I do believe questions are good. I'm just going to throw that out there. But I wouldn't be so quick to ask the question. I'd wait until they repeated the movement or repeated what they said in order to take in the information. So a lot of the times people may jump to conclusions and come up with all of these assumptions. And this can be in any area. But when uh, I was just focusing on dance and my work as a performer and being in rehearsals and listening to choreographers, teachers and all of that kind of stuff, observation was a big thing. And that has a, that is a tool that I've taken into coaching, observing how my clients are, how things make them feel, how they speak, observing a room that I walk into observing a crowd that I'm speaking to, observation is a massive deal. So point one is observe. Point two, people will judge you. This is a big one of, you know, going into auditions and you're really, really being judged on people's opinion, not always your ability as a dancer. So that is a big thing in that. But regardless, in life, people are going to judge you. Like, you cannot please everybody. So stop trying if you are. You cannot do that. Someone is going to judge you. Someone is not going to like the way that you do things. And do I think judging is right? Of course not, right? We always have to work on that, even when we're judging ourselves or when we're judging other people. We want to be careful of that. But people are going to judge you. They're going to have their opinions So that's point two. Point three, maybe a little bit of a shocker, but being a dancer taught me to use my anger for good, right? Like I had to overcome a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot lot of stuff. But using my anger in dance and in situations to push me forward was a help. Now, I don't believe that all anger is bad. Some anger is driving you to a particular point. It's there, it's stirred up to motivate you into something. 
So if you are feeling angry about something, there could be good in there. There may be some forgiveness need to be had because that's what happened to me. But there were areas of where I was angry, you know, growing up as a dancer. Um, but it taught me how to push through. It taught me how to use that determination um, and and just push myself out there. So you want to use your anger for good. The moments that they become self-sabotaging or like you're punishing yourself, that is not a good place. And that's when we really need to do some internal work and just question, okay, where is this coming from? But there may be, you know, an anger for justice to make change in a positive way. So you want to use your anger for good. That's point three. Point four, no one is coming to save you. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? No one's coming to save you. You have to own your space. You have to take your ground. This was in auditions. This was in classes. This was in companies. And I mean, not all of the ethos was good. You know, not all of the reasoning was good. But when I think about that now, I pull that into my own business. No one is coming to save me in this. I've got to do the work. I've got to step out. I've got to reach those levels. So no one is going to come and save you with the things that you say that you want. And if you say that you want them and you're not moving in them, you need to really ask yourself, do I really, really want this? Is the desire really there? Are your actions matching up with what you say you want? Because nobody is coming to save you. That's point four. Point number five, you can dance too. I remember doing the Olympics 20, 2012 opening ceremony and we had, I mean, there were hundreds and hundreds of people who were volunteers and they had never danced a day in their life. But I mean, you know, except maybe when they went to the club, but they'd never danced in their life. And it was such a privilege to bring out that dance ability in them. And it wasn't just about the dance. It was the encouragement. You know, when you encourage a person, when you show a person what they can do, you know, sometimes those pers- those people are called to move mountains, but you're the one who is supposed to bring the thing out of them. And so working with people and being able to say, you can dance too, you can do it too. There is, you know, The only difference is, is that I've poured in maybe more hours than you, but you can do it. Being able to say that has been such a blessing and it's really taught me to have compassion, to have patience um, and to be a help towards others and serve people. And that's what we want to be doing. So you can dance too is point five. I wanted to jump in real quick and tell you about the Empowerment Room, your monthly training to stay empowered daily. For 90 minutes, we dig into the areas that make us feel disempowered and unmotivated. You'll learn the tools to constantly move you forward and keep your mindset right. You'll get resources to guide you step by step and you'll have access to our online community so that you can be reassured that you're not going at it alone. So why not head over to the website right now, iempowerment.co.uk. That's I-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T.co.uk. Head over to the Empowerment Room and book your slot now. Point six, a big one. One that I'm so passionate right right about now. Um, Mind your money. (laughs) 
Oh, you can say mind your business because it is your business. Mind your money. Know where it's going. Know where it's going to. Coming from, I mean, let's just talk about 2012. Opening ceremonies. I must have made about 20 grand on that job. And it was amazing. It was an amazing job, an amazing experience. Out of that, I was able to buy a car and do all of this kind of stuff. But I was not wise with my money. I wasn't. Money came and money went. Money came and money went. And that is the pattern of so many people's lives. And if you want to put a stop in that, you may want to jump over to what we're doing with Money Mindset. Uh, We have some amazing things coming up to help people with their money mindset and changing the blueprint of what they believe is their their beliefs about money. Um, So you want to stay on the lookout for that. But mind your money. Be aware of it. Don't be scared of it. Don't worry about it. Just mind it. Just know where it's going. Just know what you want to come from it. When we know where the money, you know, needs to go, we know how the money can grow, you know. And sometimes, of course, you're going to spend a bit when you're just like, okay, I'm just treating myself. I'm just doing this. I'm just doing that. But you want to mind your money. You want to know about it so that it doesn't come and go and come and go. And if you want more information about this, don't forget to email us at contact at iEmpowerment.com. Dot co. UK. That's contact at iempowerment.co.uk, I-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-N-T.co.uk. We have resources and we have some amazing projects and intensives coming up all about money mindset. So mind your money. Point seven, a big factor. People don't talk. Now it is fact that 2020 opened up more and more people's mouths. People started to speak their mind. They started to be more open. They started to talk their truth. They started to say what was bothering them. They started to, you know, where all of this this stuff has flared up with mental health. I do believe that there is, you know, mental health issues out there. But I also believe that sometimes it's plastered in so many places. People don't know how to handle their mental health, their mental well-being, right? because I prefer that, their mental well-being in order to, you know, be strong in their thought process, be strong when they're connecting to others, be strong in their communication. Sometimes these things are plastered everywhere and actually you're processing it from a negative place. People in the dance industry, there is not enough talking. A lot of the times, fighting, arguing, you know, and don't get me wrong, there's some absolute beauty in it. Oh my gosh, yes. And some amazing, genuine friendships. But there were so many occasions where people are not open with each other. And I have been there, you know, operating from other places and not being truthful, not being open and honest. People don't talk. When I decided I was going to build this business, it was going to be a coaching facility where people spoke. They spoke their truth because until we speak our truth and we know what we really believe about situations, we cannot change things. We are going to go around in circles over and over and over again. People need to start talking. 
So one of the things, and it may sound like a neg- negative thing, but what it did is brought positivity to where I was going and where I am going. So if you are somebody who knows you need to be more open, you want to be more vulnerable, I encourage you to do that. You know, there's a powerful thing uh, area around conflict where I believe that conflict is good onto relationship. When two people have conflict, if they're both if they're both operating from a place of resolution in love in order to bring about connection, that is a powerful thing and it's beautiful. But when it is where we're fighting on that who's right, that's not that's not love, right? And that's just ego and pride and all of those kinds of things and arrogance. We're not about that. We want conflict onto resolution, connection and love. So people don't talk, but we're starting to talk now. Point eight. This is not how I want to lead. One of the lessons of being a dancer and being so observant in things, and this is why observation is so good, I realised that there were some traits that I don't want to lead like that. I don't want to speak to people like that. When I have my business, my company, I'm going to love. And sometimes when people are are operating from such a wounded place, such a wounded place, things get said, you know, things happen. um, That's what, you know, when people are operating from from, uh, a deep-rooted anger or bitterness or envy or pain, unforgiveness, there are things that get said um, and ways in which leaders even you know I say us as leaders if you are if you've got anybody following you if you run anything you are a leader and and if at least you know you're leading yourself but there's you know the areas of manipulation and control and all of those things they are not okay it is not okay to speak to people in certain ways to cheat people in certain ways or you know make them feel intentionally bad the whole point of leadership is to rise people or lift people up above you that is the whole point of leadership and one of the things I learned from being a dancer and being taught by loads of different people I realized that there were certain ways I just did not want to lead I want love in my company I want love in my business I wanted love in my dance companies Uh, no matter who it is I want to operate from a place of love now don't get me wrong I'm going to tell you what's what (laughs) because it's my business and I'm going to be, you know, the leader and CEO of who, of what I'm running. It's vital, right? But there is a skill to leadership that we all must work on. It's a personal development thing. Areas of listening, areas of connection, areas of communication, you know, but love is the foundation. And if you're not operating from that place, you could be doing more harm to people than good. And we want to raise powerful leaders. We want to raise a generation or generations that make a change in the world for good. And they may be 1% changes, they are still change. So know how you want to lead. If you are a choreographer, a teacher, or someone in that area of dance, you know, 
be observant of the the kinds of ways that you see other people teach and lead and and have a a, a, a clear kind of understanding this is what I want to give to my students this is how I want this to be if you are a business owner and you've got a you've got a team you know that team can consist of marketing and VAs and uh, all of these different areas right and it's a lot more uh, official to certain uh, a certain degree you have to uh, be able to lead that. This is what it is. This is what the schedule is. Uh, and you're going to learn that as you grow, if you're if you're just starting out or if you've been doing this for years, but you're going to learn that. Um, but at the same time, you're learning how to communicate with people in love so they enjoy it. When you are employed in something or you're working as freelance, whatever it is, when you enjoy working in that area, when you enjoy, you know, how you're being treated, you're more likely to do a better job, right? Yes or yes. <laughs> you know, I know for a fact that when I am um, encouraging my team and, and, and speaking life over them, they produce better, you know, you notice these slight differences and then you can work out how to love people. You work out their love languages in order to call the best out of them. And this for long term, the team that I have, they may not be with me forever, right, in this company. And so when they leave this company and they go to another one and they say, this is where I was, when they work in there, I want whoever their next employer to be like, wow, you learned some stuff this person's amazing. You know, it's not just for now. There's also an element of this that's for the future. So point eight is this isn't how I want to lead. I began working out how I really wanted to lead. Point nine, go with your heart. <laughs> you may call it intuition. You may call it all of these kinds of things. Sometimes I have these moments where I do dance in my house for myself, for God, and I just release. There is a message in it. There's a release in it. There's uh, love in there. There's there's passion. And sometimes when you don't have the words for something, you know, dance will open that up where you just follow your heart with it. And hey, if you don't dance, it's all good. If you want to start, go for it. But if you don't, that's all good. Go with your heart. What is your heart telling you about the, the opportunity or the person or the situation? What is really going on? Not your, not just your emotions, because if you feel bad, someone made you feel bad, you're going to operate from all this place. First of all, forgive, release. What is your heart saying in this very moment? Is it saying move forward? Is it saying to wait? You will hear the truth because truth is on the inside of you. You will hear the truth if you still yourself and listen in. So go with your heart. That's point nine. Point 10, the final one, the biggest one. Well, they're all big. <laughs> but let go. Dance taught me to let go. Now, I mean on stage, yes. Going at it, throwing myself at it, choreographically, freestyle, whatever, yes, but also in life. There is something really vulnerable we know about creativity in whatever shape it comes in and about artistry and there are things in life that we just need to let go of. We just need to say bye-bye, I'm done with that. I'm done feeling uh, emotional or bad about that. Listen, I've forgiven myself. You don't want to forgive me? I'm just letting that go. Like, you know, you don't want to talk to me? I'm just letting that go. Whatever it is, 
things that are even good, but you know they're not right for now, just let them go. Go into your next opportunity. Step out into the next phase of what it is that you're called to. Just let go. Guys, I hope that this has inspired you, that this has blessed you. Please, 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 it would mean the world to me if you would drop a five-star review so that somebody else can get inspired. Share this with somebody that you know may need this message right now. And do not forget, you can drop me a DM at this Danielle on Instagram or at I Empower Creatives. I cannot wait to hear from you. I love to hear from you. So please, please do. I'm going to see you on the next episode. Bye for now, guys. Thank you for listening to the Creative Superhero Podcast, which is sponsored by I Empower Creatives, a community that supports creative entrepreneurs to fight dead mindsets and to fly into their purpose so that they can live powerfully. I'll see you on the next episode.